Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and then we're, I'm really excited uh, about my guest today and our conversation, and I hope you will be too. Let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, oh, we praise you, O oh God, the creator of all life, and we thank you for your love, for your mercy, and for your grace. You have blessed your children beyond measure. May we always be filled with gratitude and and in turn be your light unto the world as you have commanded us to be. We know, Father, we do not deserve your blessings. And we ask for your forgiveness of our sins, our apathy, our selfishness, and our greed. Like the prodigal son, your children in this nation have turned from you. We have sought worldly pleasures, and now we are stuck in the mire of our own sins. Forgive us. Open our eyes, Father, and our hearts. Draw us back to you, O God, each one, and as a nation of a people. Protect those who are being persecuted unjustly. May your truth and justice prevail, we know. The victory is already won. It is for such a time as this. I believe you have placed me here, and each one who is listening and praying with me, you have placed them there as well. I believe you have blessed the life of my guest, and I ask you to continually bless him and his family. It is for such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm excited about today's guest. Bear with me now as I pave the way to our conversation. So out of Ephesians six twelve, we have shared this a lot lately. For we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are to put on the full armor of God. Not roll over and play dead while evil consumes our lives or our nation. Our God is supreme. Our founding fathers were wise men. They were not perfect men. They were not saints. They felt the sting of an oppressive government. It was headed by a king. Is today's America any less oppressed? In some ways, I believe we are in worse place, but... We do have the Word of God, and we have the documents of wisdom from our Founding Fathers. In every stage of oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Do you recognize that? 
But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right. It is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former system of government. Could we say that our founding fathers opted out? I have a guest today that I believe is on to something. He wrote an article a few weeks ago that intrigued me. And so this time, and the title of it is, This Time the Only Way Out is Out. Now, I knew that I needed to reach out to him and see if we could get him on the air. And he told me at that time, well, he has part two coming out, <laughs> a continuance of this article. And the second one is out now, and it's called Out, A Matter of Willingness, Willfulness, and Will. The following statement is within his article, and it reads like this. With every elite political, economic, social, cultural, and judicial institution mobilized against its citizenry, there is no further point, no return to be passed. Of, return, of no return to be passed, excuse me. The man behind these words is Bob Maestros. Currently an opinion contributor to American Greatness, which you know I use a lot, the Daily Caller, which I use in Issues and Insights. Bob has spent 45 years as a business in business, political communications, and messaging specialist. He says he puts words in other people's mouths. He has represented three U.S. senators and in 1984 Reagan campaign as a chief writer and the Austrian Conservative Party. He's been a speechwriter and strategist for the CEOs of other, and other senior managements of AOL, BlackRock, BP, Century 21, Hobby Lobby, and Kraft. My favorite part of his bio Bob and his wife, Barbara, served as self-supporting missionaries to Vienna, Austria, and he has been, and Austria. He has been a pro bono work for the late Dr. Uh, James Kennedy, and more recently for Bob Jones University and Seminary, as well as many other Christian ministries. He and his wife have six children, one up on me, and grandparents to six. <laughs> I'm 10 plus five up on him. But that's just bragging, Bob. You'll have to forgive me. Bob and Barbara will celebrate 45 years of marriage this year. Bob Maestros, welcome to CSE Talk Radio, and thank you for spending time with me and my listeners today. We appreciate that so much. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm down Good. here in beautiful, sunny Florida, and uh, where we actually are a free state. The free state of Florida <laughs> is what we call it, right? Yes, ma'am. So, I want to get in, and we're going to run out of time here in the first segment because somebody gets a little too talkative in the beginning. But I want to uh, go over these articles that you wrote, and I want to talk about opting out and how you truly envision that. And I'm going to let you kind of give a little synopsis of it before we go into this first break. Can you do that for me, please? Well, yes, ma'am. So, um, I was... Uh, inspired by a series of articles that appeared in American Greatness uh, to, to revisit this subject with them. Um, and, and you know, um, based on articles I've sent you, that I've been writing about this all the way back to uh, going to back to 2009 because it was the handwriting was on the wall already. Mm. Um, for for two big reasons. One, 
um, we were getting to a point where wrongs were becoming rights in America. The, the, the greatest wrongs, the snuffing out of human life, the destruction of the family, the confusion of gender identity were all becoming rights. Um, and um, at the same time, the avenues for correction were being blocked. At that time, it was largely the judiciary that was blocking them. But it also became clear a few years later with the great uh, Angelo Cotavilla's um, article on uh, the ruling class that there was there were powers to be. There was a, 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 a he called it the ruling class versus the country class. We call it flyover countries mm. who were um, just completely against everything we were doing, and they were seal, seizing um, the, the lovers of power. And that's really what this is all about. Um, there, there's no more middle ground. And no. uh, uh, Josh Hammer written that the only way out is through, which is to uh, various ways of de- defying this power structure. And I think, no, the only way out is out because they have completely seized all of the uh, uh, avenues for correction, including the executive branch, which is now run by pens oh. and phones, uh, oh a weaponized gosh. justice system, an unjudiciary judiciary is overriding the will of the people. And Um, I think when we come back, I hear the music. When we come back, let's talk about that. And let's talk about, you know, there's no longer, as as you can, as you well know, there's no longer a separation of powers. And our founding fathers warned us about that. And here we are. And I say to my listeners, there's been an insurrection, but it wasn't on January 6th. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with five maestros. Did our founding fathers opt out? And should we do the same? We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I have Bob Maestros with me today, and we're talking about opting out. Everything's, I call it inside, outside, upside down, is after a Berenstein Bear book I used to read to my children when they were young. Um, you mentioned what we see, and you, you started back in 2009, and we all know... Th- force we are being forced to accept these horrific things and our children are being attacked and there's there's no other way of looking at it so when you say opt out uh, let's continue that I mentioned the separation of powers which no longer exists um, if it does it's just a minute <laughs> just minute and every once in a while it comes out let's talk about that Bob well <clears throat> What's, what has happened is that um, there are basically two forces in America, and um, I mentioned Cotevilla's great article. There's, there's the elites, and then there's flyover country. There's the rest of us. And those, those just happen to be represented geographically in the blue states, which are really blue counties within uh, otherwise red states, to be honest with you. And, um, the, and, and there's flyover country. There's red America. So there's red and blue America – but it's really an, an elite ruling class versus the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And um, they have blocked every way, as I was getting to before, any, any avenue of correction of the horrific ways they have turned America's culture, America's uh, families, America's institutions on their heads. Um, and um, the, 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 the worst thing of all, and, and it's, it's very interesting to me that you went to, straight to the passages in the Declaration of Independence that I had actually copied onto a, a sheet of paper here to, to talk about. Oh, good. Um, God works that way. They've taken away the consent of, govern, of the governed by rigging the electoral process. Yes. Um, and consent of the governed is, is the necessary precondition for any form of government, according to the 
declaration. And all these injuries are possible because they have taken away the consent of the government. They've blocked our avenues uh, and overturned our institutions to make it possible. Um, and if, if you doubt that, um, there was a very important what Wisconsin Supreme Court um, decision uh, that that basically told us that this election was illegitimate and why. Now, the, the ruler class, the powers that be, wants you to focus on this whole issue of election fraud. Um, but that's irrelevant. The real issue is whether a vote was legal or illegal. And the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, focusing on the uh, drop boxes, which were illegal, said in, a, in essence that election, uh, the 2020 election, was illegitimate. Now, they didn't yes. do anything about it. No. Um, but courts around the nation have pointed, including the Supreme Court, have, have uh, pointed to illegal actions that overruled um, the state, le- state legislative enacted regulations, which are to govern our elections under the Constitution. And it just so happens that in every swing state, there were extra legislative enactments that changed how votes were cast and made those votes illegitimate. So the point is, um, we can't even use elections now. you can, you can say you can say what you want about the uh, Republican Party, and they were just absolutely horrific in blowing the red wave in 2022. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I I happen to believe right now that in swing states, um, elections are have been rendered un, un, unwinnable for two reasons. Number one, a lot of these changes have been institutionalized. Um, and uh, the Democrats know how to use these illegal voting methods to the utmost. Um, even, you know, even the, the, the new regulations, but also just other ways of getting around uh, legislatively enacted ways to vote. Um, and um, and um, so I think that in all the swing states, in 2024, we can expect the same thing to happen. And the second reason why it can't be stopped is because they've gotten this big lie narrative through, um, including the whole January 6th thing. Oh, yeah. They haven't inoculated themselves against any attack on any election fraud by saying it's all part of a big lie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They have done so that. So there is just no way, there's just no way out except out. You know, and, and, I, and I hear, was, I was going to say, I, I hear a lot of people also saying, well, the Republicans need to learn how to, basically how to cheat like the Democrats do. And I'm thinking, well, I understand what they're trying to say, but at the same time, isn't unconstitutional still unconstitutional no matter who's doing it? As Mama used to say, two wrongs don't make a right. But you're right. They have fixed the election now. And... uh it's and they continue to. They're not non. They're not done doing it. That's one reason they t- keep redistricting and that kind of thing. And that's one thing that intrigued me. Um, and I don't know what your stands are on Donald Trump or anything, but it intrigued me three things that that he said, and one in particular because I believe in the flyover states. I believe in property rights, and I don't believe the government should have all this land that they have around here. But he said something about opening up land and building new cities 
building new townships. And and I, that intrigued me. As to, I thought, well, that's kind of wise. <laughs> and it's kind of needed. I mean, it's... I don't know if that intrigued you or not, but it, it did me. And I, I was kind of curious, well, is he going to get the land from the government? If he's going to take private property land because he thinks this farmer owns too much, then I'm against that. But opening well, up public land is a different thing. What's far more interesting to me is, you know, Donald Trump is, is Dr. Heckel and uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Uh, <laughs> we all times, the, yes. We all love the, 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 the care and concern he has for um, – the forgotten Americans. We we appreciate all the things he accomplished as president. I mean, the thing that that, that flipped me on Donald Trump because I was not an enthusiastic pro-Trump person, uh, but when he just uh, cut the Gordian knot and moved the embassy in uh, Jerusalem, uh, yes. Israel to Jerusalem yes. after years of that being promised and it never happened, uh, that opened my eyes to him and how he had fulfilled his promises to the American people. And he does have a future-oriented vision, but the core of that vision to me is his desire to bring about a new baby boom. Um, yes. And uh, unfortunately, he doesn't, he doesn't specify that these babies have to be born in married families. But he, is, he wants to find ways to encourage uh, the rebuilding of the family and, and, and more babies and, and um, uh, undo this fertility drought that we have that is destroying America uh, from the inside. And that, it, that, again, we focus on, on the wokeness and the things that insult our intelligence and, and, um, and, and militate against every core value we have. But the Democrats aren't really interested and, and the progressives aren't really interested in so much in the morality issue of it. It's all about power. If they destroy the family, if they destroy yes. business, if they destroy the fossil fuel industry, if they destroy the auto industry, they have destroyed the competing power centers and made America more dependent on them. It's, you know, I talk about Joe Biden's stamp act which is his latest mandate um, for uh, that's awesome. um, uh, fuel economy. It's, it's aimed at electric vehicles, and that's really aimed at uh, increasing the power and reach of government in every way, over business and over people. I love that you called it the Stamp Act. I love that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, oh, yeah. so we have Joe Biden's Stamp Act. We have King, I love we have it. King Joe, right? We have <laughs> our King George. It's King Joe. And, and and people have really missed the point of this entire fuel mandate. It's not about cars. It's not about fuel economy. And it's not about the climate. It's about the final imposition of a socialist system of government on America, taking over the, the commanding heights of the economy and forcing dependency, pushing people into cities because they can't afford cars. They can't afford a way of life. That's what this is all about. And, you know, the Stamp Act, the original one, that happened 10 years before that Declaration of Independence was written. The people had put up with this king oppressing them for a long time. They really did have a long list of, I'm going through the grievances, and I, I write on Substack now, and I'm uh, going through the grievances 
and uh, trying to parallel them to what we're experiencing today, because I believe the Declaration of Independence, and I think you do too, is just as relevant today as it was in the days of our founding fathers. The problem I see today is the king lives with us instead of across the ocean. And I call it king oligarchy because I don't think Joe Biden knows much. He is he is very corrupt. Um, shouldn't be in. He, he's an illegitimate president. But at the same time, it's the oligarchy that put him there and is oppressing us. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bob Maestros. And we'll be right back. listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So we're going to get to uh, the opting out part. And uh, I may have to have you back on, Bob, so we can really discuss some <laughs> things because I I think you and I got all the answers. I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish we did, too. We I'll tell the, you. I wish we had the power to go with the answers. but uh, Well, I think we all do know the answer. Uh, it's getting there. It's getting uh, leading a uh, you know, leading a, a herd of conservatives is like herding cats. You just They just go every which direction, you know. So it's And uh, sometimes it's the same with, you know, the Christians, you know. they got to have a committee. So then they have a committee to, find, to appoint the committee, and then it just goes on and on and on. So uh, getting everybody together is the hardest part. And, and my tagline in, in the show is, is bring America home because I believe the destruction of the family has been intentional. I know you understand that as well. And all these things that we're seeing, they're not accidental. I don't even think that the ones running this place even believe what they're telling us. They know they're lying. But what does an opt-out look like today well, if we were to do that? Here's, here's the issue. It's, it's, it's very simple. Um, some entity or group of entities, just as the, the colonies did, uh, need to uh, declare independence. And in my point, uh, I call it a declaration of dissolution. They need to declare oh. that the union is is dissolved. Um, and um, an earlier article on another site, on the Issues and Insights site, um, I talked about the two issues that are keeping us from getting to partition. And number one is complexity. How are we going to sort all this out? And number two is is even is the even bigger one, and I talk about that a little bit um, in the latest article, which is apprehension. Mm. So, um, and that is it, it's unspeakable, right? Uh, just because we, we had a civil war and it was horrible, and the and the states who seceded did so over slavery. Therefore, you can't speak the word. I don't use the word secession for just that reason, but you can't even speak the word partition. You can't talk about an implied company because you're some kind of radical, you're some kind of, um, you know, racist and confederate. Um, They had the right idea. They chose the wrong issue Mm. Um, and completely the wrong issue because, you know, slavery was 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 at the core of it. And and that was, uh, of course, reprehensible. But the, the idea of states rights and the idea of state sovereignty is not reprehensible. So let's start with the complexity part. How are you going to support sort all this out? Who's going to get the military? Who is going to get all the money? Who? How are we going to deal with the unfunded liabilities, et cetera, et cetera? You can do it. It can be done. That is the the least 
issue. And uh, basically, I would think it's the best way for it to happen, as I've explained, is for a group of state governors to get together and uh, declare the union dissolved. Um, and they can declare it dissolved on um, several grounds. First of all, the injuries you've talked about, um, you know, the injuries to our country, the, the injuries to the fossil fuel industry, the injuries to the family, the injuries to marriage, the injuries yes. to the sovereignty of voters in 40 states who, whose uh, votes were basically nullified by uh, the Supreme Court in Obergefell in 2015. Um because and and uh, dissolved because there are no avenues to correction. They're all blocked by a ruling class, in particular because of the lack of the consent of governed. The union is dissolved. It doesn't even really exist anymore. But the bigger issue again is that apprehension. And here I say you need, and this is my latest piece. You need the willingness, the willfulness, and the will to see it through. And your model is the um, the the gay movement and the transgender movement. They had the willingness, the willfulness, and the will to see it through. Um, if you go back to 1972, uh, the Baker case, the Supreme Court dis- dismissed the cases improvidently granted because they said there was no, there's not even a question, there's not even a federal question here. But they didn't give up. They kept pressing, they kept suing, they um, they took over, command. they commanded um the uh, uh, higher ground uh, by calling it a moral issue on their side. Um, and they kept going because they had the willingness and the willfulness to, to call the immoral moral and attack mm-hmm. those who are moral as immoral and, and as hateful. Um, they, they, they shouted, they demanded, they commanded, and, they, and before long, the people who stood for morality were persecuted, prosecuted, fined, censured, and canceled. Um, so we have to follow, and I wrote about this earlier too, partition has to follow the same path from anathema to mandate and from impossibility to imperative. Um, and the way you do that is to keep talking about it. Keep talking about it. We're doing it today. And yes. um we, we need to find every platform we can. We need to start commanding conservative platforms and saying, hey, you know, we're talking about it. And, and this was the problem with the Victor Davis Hansen articles I cited in my uh, Great America, uh, American Greatness piece. He points to the problem but doesn't point to any solution. Um, and Julie Kelly is looking at the, you know, the, the January 6th cases and saying, hey, we need to prepare for them. Okay, how are we going to prepare for them? What are we going to do about it? How are we going to fight them? And, and she's, she sees no way out. Um, we, there is a way out, and the way out is out. And um, we just got to – we have to control – we have to control the narrative. I have come to believe also, though, that that one way to, to control the narrative, the best way to control the narrative, is to, to find a champion with um, a base of support, charisma, and frankly, uh, cojones. To put the concept <laughs> on the table and, and put it um, in the center of the national discussion. And I think that's going to take a presidential candidate. I think one of the Republican presidential candidates or uh, uh, somebody who's not running needs to run on this issue and put it at the center of his campaign, because that's going to get a national discussion going. And I think it needs to be a discussion, because I agree with you. I don't see any way to fight 
the city hall. <laughs> uh, you know, I have I've been lecturing or talking to my listeners. We just kind of discuss things. I don't necessarily lecture, bec- but you know, this started locally, and it started a long time ago because they started putting people in locally. And you know, and small towns like I live in, where I broadcast from, is you know. School board members is oh, whatever, you know, whoever. But it matters who's the school board member, and we're seeing that it matters. We need people, men and women, who have, have integrity, who are Christians, who have, uh, as you say, the cojones to stand up against these things that are coming in. And we haven't had that. Now, there may be certain local areas where they do that, you know. And I believe, Bob, as you... You alluded to the it's it's them against us, meaning the flyover states. I believe rural yeah. America, the flyover states, are the only ones that can turn it around. And I have believed in my little radio program. I've been at, at this. I'm going on 13 years now. I just hit my anniversary of 12 last yesterday. And, uh, but I believe that I can, I'm so small that I can sneak in the back door and we can have these conversations and we can reach a lot of people and perk their ears up and get them going. And somebody like you that, that can speak so well and write so well, I think, you know, you can, can, um, rally the troops, so to speak. You know, we need to be well, the, the we need to be the Thomas Paines that give people hope and understand you can do this. We can do this. We can save our nation well the real the, the real issue is that it was this is very top down again this is a ruling class versus rural oh, america yes. and most important it, it's what the supreme court has done and I it's what say that again that after the break okay okay well i'll write supreme court down so we can talk about that i um yeah, yeah. and i also believe that what we're dealing with is not just the elite in america it's global this this issue is going global and uh that's that's the problem they want that what was it he said a new world order (laughs) michael Michael schellenberger wrote about that just this morning and we can talk about that too all right all right you're listening to csc talk radio this is beth ann unfortunately we'll be heading into our final segment of today's show it's the fastest hour of the day especially when you're having fun and and serious talk I'm visiting with Bob Maestros, and we will be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because It contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. returns you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bob Maestros today. We're discussing an opt-out option. Just the only way out is out, as Bob puts it. And as we were going into the break, we were getting ready to discuss a little something about the Supreme Court. Bob? So, um, back in the 1800s, when he was writing about America, the French uh, uh, political analyst, de Tocqueville, Yes. Commented that it was amazing how Americans were able to avoid the what he called innumerable difficulties presented by their constitutions. The reason we were able to do that was that we were a communitarian, not a communist, a communitarian society, one run by communities, which yes. meant that families, churches, businesses, schools, and communities were allowed to police moral standards and behavior. 
and and keep us together, keep us cohesive as a society. What happened was that in the 21st, 20th and 21st centuries, the Supreme Court blew all that up. It used the it abused the Constitution and in particular the 14th Amendment to start imposing federal standards of behavior, which were in fact the enforcement of immorality, the imposition and the enforcement of immorality on abortion, on single parenthood, on homosexuality, and ultimately on same-sex marriage, and, and most recently and most surprisingly on, on trans, transgenderism. Mm. Um, and that is the, the heart of our problems now, because when that happened, then um, with the Supreme Court behind them, with the imprimatur of the Supreme Court, uh, activists were able to capture the, the commanding heights of government, of business, of culture, all of the, and uh, another place where this happened was um, um, on, on standards of decency. And um, so, um, you know, pornography is able to rule and, and yes. a destruction of moral standards in that way. So we've destroyed the family. We've destroyed the church. We've just, you know, isolated the church. We've, just, we've uh, messed up the business world and the culture in Hollywood. But it all started with the Supreme Court imposing immorality, which it had not done for most of our history. Um, so that, and, and that is really the, what, what happened to our culture and allowed um, the blue states to go so radical and, and also the ruling class that, that rules from the blue states. And, and they um, punished, and they punished yeah. those who were trying to do right, yeah. just like the bakers and yeah. the florists and all that. Because in the, I think it's the Eighth Amendment, I don't have my Bill of Rights in front of me, but the Eighth Amendment, where you can't do something that's going to ruin that person's livelihood. It cannot uh, be... Yeah, well. Right, there's a there's a ban on on um, unreasonable punishment, but, fine. but not anymore. But, well, no, <laughs> well, there'll be there's going to be a new set of cases in the Supreme Court. We'll see how Alito and the crowd uh, come together on that. So yes. there's now, but also a second thing that you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was waiting on you. I'm sorry. So um, you also talked about how this is all going global, and it was very interesting that just today on the public news site, um, his new his Substack blog, uh, Michael Schellenberger, who was a liberal uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist who has now uh, become awake to the dangers of uh, renewable fuels and home, the homelessness uh, industry, and now um, the uh, what he calls the censorship industrial complex, which he now says is, is um, global. And mm-hmm. he, his, the headline of his article today is that the world is on the cusp of woke totalitarianism as governments act to end freedom of speech. And here's the money paragraph. I had to come back down. Um, we are thus witnessing the emergence of a government apparatus with the power to control the information environment in ways that determine what people believe to be true and what is false. And I'll add in parenthetically, uh, parenthetically here two words, Hunter Biden. Mm. As such, he continues, it is no exaggeration to say that the West is on the cusp of a new and much more powerful form of totalitarianism than either communism or fascism, which were limited in their reach by geography. We are 
in, we are about to be taken over by a new global totalitarian, totalitarian elite. Yes. And, and, and Schellenberger calls that more dangerous and more frightful than on, and more powerful than either communism or fascism. Oh, I agree with him 100%. I agree. And, I, and this started so long ago, Bob, um, yep. with attacking rural America and property rights and, and taking the land and saying they're preserving it. And all these things were eliminating the wealth of the people. And then they attack everything that's rural and everything that the entire nation needs to survive, like the food, like the fuel, like, you know, everything they're attacking is tearing down the uh, the very essence of how we live, how we well, survive. they're destroying two things. They're destroying institutions that, were, that compete with government, and thereby they're destroying the public order. And what we're, yes. become, what we're turning into, what we're becoming is chaos. With, with lawlessness, with destroyed families, with wrecked schools that aren't teaching people anything, with mm. churches that are sidelined and, and, and charged with hate speech. And by the way, you want to talk about hate speech, the, the concepts of transphobia and homophobia and whatever phobia, that's hate speech. That's what the Soviet Union used to say about people. They were crazy, right? They have a phobia. They're crazy. That way we can, we can lock them up in mental institutions. Here we just cancel them. But don't don't be surprised if people start getting locked up because they're you know they're transphobic or homophobic or Islamophobic or whatever phobic. Because they need but reprogramming. What they're doing is they're weakening <laughs> institutions. They're weakening and they're destroying the public order and they are weakening society. And it's all for one purpose. This is what it comes down to. And this is this is the the it's a it's a struggle. It's not even a struggle. It's a it's a grabbing of power. They have oh, yes. the, the elite, the government, the Bidens, and, they, and the reason they do it is to make money. The other ones want to, you know, want control and power, but there's a lot of money involved as well. This is all about power. And the only way to break these, the power of these folks, I'm telling you, the power of these progressives, of the ruling class, of the, of the blue state-dominated um, um, oppressors, and now the woke oppressors all around the world, is to opt out we need to walk we need to get away just like all of the people from california are getting in their cars and heading to texas and all the people from new york are getting in their cars and heading down here to florida and the traffic is getting terrible and the prices are going up why because there's freedom we need to break ourselves free and the only way to do it is to get out I want to talk a little more about the get out. We need to keep this conversation going, Bob. If you're willing to come back another day, let's continue this conversation. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you for all that you do and for your stand for family and righteousness. And I know we all fall short, but I know you're standing for it, you and your family. And I appreciate it. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. The victory is always already ours. We must claim it, and we must start living what he tells us to live. And that is the only way, Bob, that we will bring America home. God bless you.